우리 이거 맞아? 우리 지금 이러고 있는 거 맞냐고? 다른 사람 아니고 우리잖아. 그저 그런 사랑한 거 아니고 그저 그런 이별한 거 아니잖아 우리. 다시 만났으면 잘 지냈냐고 그동안 어떻게 지냈냐고 힘들진 않았냐고 그동안 너무 힘들었다고 말할 수 있지 않아 우리 어떻게 지냈어? 말해봐 어떻게 지냈어 너 킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요 This is Rome or Hando Jr. 킹카 친구, 킹카 classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast where every week we celebrate the marriage of K-drama and language learning. Welcome back to a new episode and today is actually the first day of February. It's also a solemn holiday for a lot of us. Well, here in the Philippines we're having a Lunar New Year holiday and in Korea it's a three-day holiday starting from yesterday until tomorrow. And so if you're listening So happy Solnal and Sebok Mani Padishigwea. Yeah, it's the beginning of the year 2022. Yeah, I, I understand that there might be some people who who are thinking that January is perhaps just a trial version of 2022 and therefore the beginning of the lunar new year or the lunar calendar they consider that as the beginning of the actual new year. So if that's the case for you, that's all right. Yeah, it's a fresh start for all of us once again. And I hope that, yeah, 2022 will be a great year for all of us with regards to our K-drama watching and our Korean language learning. Yeah, and what to expect today? Well, I promised that I would be talking about our beloved summer and I'm going to keep that. So for today's episode, first, I'll be talking about that K-drama. Or our beloved summer. Well, it doesn't really translate because is like that year we, but the English title of this K drama is Our Beloved Summer, which I think um, is more related to the. This, uh, what's this? You have the main title and then like a subtitle. But yeah, um, it was which means the beginning of summer was good or is good but yeah our beloved summer is the chosen english title for this k-drama and i'm not really sure why but i guess it's because the main story revolves around that moment or that year when it was summer or i'm not sure was it really summer when they shoot the documentary Uh, i'm guessing it was summer But yeah, they did the documentary when they were in school. But usually, they don't go to school in summer. So I'm quite confused if yeah they were really in school during the summer or... yeah. But yeah, I'm guessing it's our beloved summer because of that. It's like reminiscing that moment. But okay, so I'm still talking about what to expect. I'm not discussing the stuff yet. So I'll talk about our beloved summer. And then I'll also give my ratings... And then I'll talk about one uh, special topic with regards to watching K-drama. And that is how to move on 
when the K dramas that you love eventually ends. Okay, how to move on from K dramas? Or yeah, I'll talk about that. And finally, I'll share some language learning tips. Or yeah, I'll share some grammar with you today as well. Okay, so that's what you can expect in today's episode, and I'll be uploading this tomorrow. So tomorrow is the second of February. So when you listen to this, yeah, the it's probably still Solnar holiday. Sorry, I'm uh, my tongue is getting twisted because of the R and the L's. Okay, so our beloved summer Kuhe Urinun. I saw the trailer for Kuhe Urinun last year. I think it was sometime in December and. Upon seeing the trailer, I was already so looking forward to watching it because of the actors. Well, you have Choi Sik and then Park So Dam, ah uh, Kim Dami, Kim Dami. It's not Park So Dam. This is Kim Dami. Park So Dam is uh Choi Sik's sister in Parasite, but no, they're not. I mean, they're not together in this K drama, Our Beloved Summer. It's Choi Sik and Kim Da Mi, and I guess I just became interested right away because they look so good together. Yeah, upon just seeing the trailer, I thought, oh, Cho Chik and Kim Da Mi just look wonderful, and they seem to have a very good chemistry. And yeah, so that's the reason why I watch it. And with regards to watching this K drama. I watch it one episode a day as usual, and I actually timed it.、Uh, this is how I do these days. If a K drama is ongoing, because you know, Netflix releases K dramas differently. Sometimes they release K dramas two episodes a week, or sometimes they release all episodes all at once. So for K dramas that are released、um, weekly, I don't usually watch them. During the time that the episodes are released, but rather I time it. So for our beloved summer,、um, it was scheduled to finish on the twenty fifth of January. So what I did was I counted sixteen、um, days or fifteen days from January twenty fifth, and that's when I started watching our beloved summer. Of course, with my family, so that by watching one episode a day, we'll finish. This K drama will finish watching the K drama by the time that it ends, rather than just you know waiting weekly. That's just not my style. Yeah, that's how I watch this. And yeah, I guess I don't really have to talk about the plot of Our Beloved Summer because I don't know everyone on Twitter that I follow or that follows me have probably already seen Our Beloved Summer. So I don't really have to talk about the plot. You know it. You might even know it more than I do. So I guess I I just give a few comments about the plot, um, like what made sense to me, what didn't make sense to me, or whatnot. Our beloved summer is interesting because, uh, it has several time jumps. So the first is when they were young, when they were still in. High school, and then jump to some vague time in between, and then five years after the breakup, and yeah, so not really a lot of time jumps, just a few. But yeah, there are those time jumps, and 
I guess I like it because they don't really have a very early shared past. I mean, the characters Ung and Kim Dami's character uh, Yeonsu um, just met in high school. So they weren't childhood sweethearts. I mean, they didn't meet when they were five or six or even younger. They met for the first time when they were in high school. And yeah, for that, I'm not going to deduct a 0.5 star for the plot of this K-drama because it's not following that trope, which I kind of not like at this time. Who knows, maybe I'll consider liking it again in the future. But yeah, so it's nice. It's a nice touch that the lead characters only got to meet each other when they were in high school. And yeah, I'm guessing in the future, I'd also like to see K-dramas wherein the couples just met in their 30s or 40s and they lived happily ever after something like that but yeah um our beloved summer is i think it's categorized as a comedy or uh yeah rom-com a romance comedy and i think it fits very well and yeah just as i talked about endless love last week in last week's episode yeah the timing of this k-drama is also quite weird because i watched um, I mean, You Are My Spring was released in December last year when it was actually winter. And now we have Our Beloved Summer, which was released still in the midst of winter. Yeah, it's still winter in Korea, I suppose. And maybe it's just about to um, be spring sometime soon, maybe March or April. But yeah, it's still winter. But yeah, it's Our Beloved Summer. And I guess it's a way to warm up our hearts. If you're feeling cold because the weather is cold and you're feeling gloomy, so-and-so, Our Beloved Summer is a nice watch to, you know, warm your heart and make you feel that um, warmth of love, I guess. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it, the, the narrative is interesting. The characters are also very fun to watch. So I'm giving this a full five star yeah i'm um or maybe not because I, I think i'm being too generous maybe i just give it a 4.5 star the story is perfect in a way the execution is also really good but there's one thing that mm, that's making me not give it a full five stars and that is i wasn't looking forward to the next episode all the time um, maybe it's just me and that's okay if 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 you felt like oh you want to see the next episode right away then that's good for you that means that it triggered something in you that made you want to watch the next episode right away but for me that just wasn't the case so yeah I, I wasn't excited I wasn't always excited to see the next episode I'm not sure why but that was how it was for me I mean, I, I liked watching it, but I'm, I, I wasn't looking forward to the next episode after watching the previews or, yeah, the episode that I watched. So, yeah, I'm giving it a 4.5 stars. And, yeah, I, I liked it and I'd recommend it to everyone who listens to this podcast in case you still haven't watched it. It's a must-see. Mm-hmm. Now for the music. Okay, I... For this one, I repeatedly listened to some of the songs, the OST of Our Beloved Summer. Although, 
um, I cannot play them on my mind right now, and I don't remember the titles of the song. I would say that the music of our beloved summer is very fitting to the story. It's like there was that time when they were youthful and they were so vibrant, just like the summer. And I felt that the music during those times were symbolic and was somehow representative of the the mood that they were trying to portray. And there were also music that were not gloomy, but rather sad and mellow. And yeah, it, it makes you reflect on the characters. Um, or I mean, what's on the characters' minds. And But then, yeah, I guess it would have been nice if there was at least a song that kept playing on my mind. But there's none. Um, maybe it's just my problem because I'm not paying attention to OSTs as much as I did in the past. Because when I watched K-dramas in the past, like when I watched Startup, I would listen to the OSTs almost every day. Um, well, not really every day, but... I'd listen to them outside of my K-drama watching time. So the songs would be engraved in my brain. But now that's not how I do so. Yeah, it's a problem for me, but I'll change that. I'll put more consideration into the OSTs moving forward. But for that reason, I'm not going to give a rating for the OSTs. I just say that, yeah, the music fits and it was nice. Maybe I'll try to listen to the OSTs again and... Who knows, maybe at least a song will stick with me and yeah, I'll remember them. Uh, you, you know, like Startup. Uh, there's a lot of songs from Startup that are still on my mind right now. It's not the case for the K-drums that I've been watching in the past few weeks or months. But we'll get to that. And for the casting, um, well, I only watched this because of Choi Woo-shik and Kim Dami. But I was surprised to see... Okay, I didn't research her name again. Although I actually tweeted about her um, several days ago. The... What's her name? Let me look at my Twitter so that I can tell you her name. But it's... Because you know Ung, right? And then you know Jiung. And then the girl who's interested in Jiung. Then her name is... Cheran, okay, Cheran. And the name of the actress is John Hewon. John Hewon. Yeah, I first saw her on True Beauty and I really disliked her during that time because her character was such a bully and she really tortured. I forgot the lead character's name in True Beauty. Um, but yeah, she was really bad there. But seeing her here in our beloved summer and the character that she portrayed oh she's actually quite lovely and i guess it's possible that we'd see more of her in the future because now she has portrayed this character of not the second lead but the love um she's not the love interest of the second lead but yeah she she likes the second lead um i, I don't know what to call that because you know, you have the lead and then the second lead. And then what if there's a person who likes the second lead? I, I don't know. Is there a term for that? Murugetsu. Mm, oh, yeah, I'm speaking. I'm trying to speak Korean because I forgot that. Yeah. Or 
um, 듬나는 대로 um, yeah, I'll try to speak Korean but yeah, I, I really like her and I want to see more of her alright, I took a quick pause because um, there was noise outside and the dogs were barking and the dogs are still barking now but okay, so yeah, I said just with the f- four characters uh, Cheung, Yeonsu, Jiung, and Cheran. I was already satisfied with the casting and it was lovely. Ah, I forgot to mention the what's her name again? Nongui or ah uh, I forgot her name. But the the idol who who liked Cheung. Yeah, she's she's good actually. And yeah, I've seen her a lot of times already. I have even talked about a movie that she, wherein she played a lead um and an important role, and that was I, I featured that sometime last year. So um I'll put it on the show notes if you're interested to listen to that episode, wherein I talked about her. Although I can't remember her name right now. But yeah, so for the casting, I guess, yeah, my rule for casting is if there's not one character that I'd like to change, I mean, yeah, if there's not one character who I'd like to be portrayed by a different actor, I'll give um five stars. And that's also the case for this K-drama. So yeah, five stars for the casting. And okay. We're good for the ratings. I, I really enjoyed watching this K-drama. And as much as I enjoyed watching this K-drama, I know for a fact that there might be a lot of you K-drama viewers or K-drama fans or K-drama addicts, whatever you want to call yourself. Or maybe you're just like me, Akinka, who loves um, K-dramas. Um, that it might be quite difficult when the K-dramas that you watch come to an end. And so I, I was looking at um, some comments a while back or some tweets a while back and some people were saying that for them it's quite difficult to move on from Our Beloved because it was such a really good masterpiece. Yeah, I keep using masterpiece, you know, Um, But yeah, w- what I'm trying to say is because it's such a really good K-drama, and because a lot of people have really connected with the characters and with their stories, a lot of people find it difficult to move on. And they feel like they're gonna be, or they will be missing this K-drama in a long time. And there are even people who feel somehow sad when K-dramas come to an end. And I, I looked for this on Google, of course, I have no other source, but I looked it up on Google and there's actually this thing called post-series depression, it's PSD, and while this is not a medical um, podcast and I'm not going to diagnose anyone in any way, but there is such a thing wherein when something that people watch or something that people read has or have ended, then the readers or the viewers suddenly become sad for a while. And the the reason is probably because they've connected so much with the characters and they've become so immersed with the world 
to the point that when the book ends or when the movie or the K-drama ends, they feel kind of pulled out from that fantasy or pulled out from that world or disconnected from the friends whom they've been with for quite some time. And, you know, for K-dramas, it's mostly just 16 episodes and that's 16 hours of time. But depending on how you watch it, it could be longer. Like if you've watched this K-drama for two episodes a week following the weekly episode release, then that's going to be eight weeks. So you've been with Cheung and and Yeonsu for eight weeks and then suddenly it ends. And I understand that that could actually be difficult for for a lot or some of us. But yeah, um, while this is not prescriptive, um, I'm just going to share how I'm dealing with it because... For me, I don't really, I don't really have that kind of feeling. Okay, there's noise in the background. Um, maybe it's a, a washing machine or something. But if you can hear it, please forgive me. If you don't hear it, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, w- what I'm saying is that I don't really feel that kind of sadness when a K drama that I watch ends or when, when. Um, I finished reading a book. Uh, I don't feel any kind of sadness or depression or anything. For me, it's just like when I'm eating. When I'm eating a very delicious food, it's not that when I finish eating, I feel sad because, oh, the food is already finished. But I know food and K-drama and books are not very comparable because, well, yeah, it only takes a few minutes to finish a meal as compared to finishing a book or finishing a K-drama and the connections that you make with the characters and the storylines are not the same with the connections that you make with a meal because, yeah, who gets connected to a meal anyway? But I guess what I'm saying is if you're feeling depressed or you're feeling sad because of K-dramas and or books, I guess there are quite a number of things that you can do. One, maybe, is to just take your time. Like, you've seen the K-drama Our Beloved Summer, and maybe you miss Choyoung, you miss Yeonsu, and you're not going to see them again. So just take your time. You can just sit back and relax and take time to think. Maybe try to remember what you like most about the K-drama that you've just finished watching. Or take time to reflect on what the k-drama is trying to tell you maybe there are things that you could pick um i mean you could pick up from the story that you could also implement in your life like maybe you suddenly start becoming interested in architecture because of Cheung, or maybe you'd be i don't know there's a lot of things that you could pick up from this k-drama like uh, maybe you'd start uh, making what's that tea again uh jojoba jojoba tea maybe you'd become interested in drinking jojoba tea to help you with your insomnia or anything so there's a lot of things that you can pick from the k-dramas that you've just watched that have just finished so that you wouldn't feel so sad that it has already ended and another thing is well you can always listen to the OSTs of the K-drama, you can re-watch some clips that you've really liked in the past. 
So there, there are those kinds of ways so that you can move on. But I'm not sure if that's really moving on if you keep thinking about it. But it's one way to do it. And then afterwards, then you can just go on to the next K-drama that you're gonna watch. And that actually works very well for me because, you know, as I'm doing this podcast, I'm watching K-dramas every day, at least an episode every day. So when I finish watching one K-drama, then tomorrow is another day and I'm going to begin another another series and that just works for me. And It's not that I forget the K-dramas that I've watched in the past, but it makes me not linger to something that is already finished. So there's always another story to be heard, another story to enjoy. And although I don't always compare the K-dramas that I watch, so I, I, I'm not going to say that, oh, this is the best K-drama that I've watched. Although I have some, you know, I have my top list. But uh, it's just, it's not like that's the best. So I, I cannot find anything else that could top that. That's not how I think. So yeah, for, for me, I don't really get stuck with a K-drama that I've seen. I just keep moving on. And, you know, um, K-dramas are works of fiction. They are works of art. And they are really intended to make us feel different kinds of things so they might make us cry make us laugh laugh make us love make us feel different kinds of feelings and yeah those feelings sometimes stay longer with us and when the k-dramas finish you feel somehow disconnected or something like that Mm, maybe you can talk to someone about what you thought about the k-drama and you know, continue to move on because K-dramas are not real world. I'm not trying to be preachy here or anything, but yeah, we still live in the real world. And yeah, we have our own stories. So if if you've enjoyed something from the K-drama, maybe, yeah, like I already said, you can pick something from it and transform it or put it into your real life. And yeah you have your own story and you have your own life and your life can be a k-drama on its own but i'm not saying that you know live a k-drama life because that's that could be fun but it's not always gonna be fun so yeah um yeah um, what i've said until now are just you know just ideas that's on my mind right now thinking about it and it's not prescriptive. I'm not trying to give you a prescriptive advice in any way. It's just what's on my mind and it works for me. So if you're feeling that K-dramas are making you sad when they end, maybe you can try a few of the things that I have shared. Okay. Yeah, I hope that helps you and I hope that answers some questions of people who find it hard to see endings of k-dramas or books or whatnot all right and now finally um at the end of this episode i wanted to share a bit about grammar and last week um
나올 때 아니면 어, 원인이 나올 때 어, 사용해요. 그 아, 어, 여소 말이에요. 음, 근데 오늘은 똑같아요. Like when we are trying to talk about reasons or causes. So I said last week that we use a o yoso as the conjugation. And today there's another conjugation that's actually very similar to that, which mean the same thing. So it's a way for you to talk about reasons. And it is a o kajigu. And this is something that you probably almost always hear in K dramas blah, 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 kajigu, something, something. And yeah, it's because this form is very common in、um, spoken Korean.、Um, you don't see it in textbooks or in novels because it's not how Korean is usually written, but it's spoken Korean. So there's this a o yo kajigu. So, for example, on last week we said, Yoshimi Kongbu Heso. What did I say? Songgung Hesoyo. So I succeeded. Or Hapkyok Hesoyo. I passed. So we said, Kongbu Heso. And in this case, if you're going to use Aoyo Kajigu, it will be Yoshimi Kongbu He Kajigu. Songgung Hesoyo. Or Hapkyok Hesoyo. So it's. Kind of just the same, you're just conjugating it, and instead of just a, o, yo, so, you change it with a, o, yo, kajigu. So, yeah, yoshimi kombue kajigu, hapkyok hesoyo. Or another example、um, is when you're asked, we moriru chalasoyo, why did you have your haircut?、Mm, to kajigu. Because it's hot, I cut my hair. Or another example that I gave last week was because there's a lot of people I don't want to go. So if we use aoyo kajigu, it will be sarami nomu mana kajigu kagushipchi anayo. So it's just that, kajigu. So you, you will hear that a lot in K drums, blah, 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 kajigu something, something. <laughs> And that's one way of talking about, I mean, yeah, giving reasons for something or causes of something. So reason, aoyo kajigu, and then the result or the outcome or sometimes the decision that you make based on the. The context that you gave in the first part. So, A, Aoyo, Kajigu, B. All right, so that's it for that. And I actually did a poll on Twitter this week about whether or not people enjoy studying grammar. And interestingly, 70 plus percent of the people who reacted on my tweet said they actually love studying grammar. And that is actually also the same for me. So, yeah, that's why we have this grammar part here. And there's not a lot of、uh, vocabulary words that I shared today. In fact, I didn't share any. So, I'll try to give you more vocabulary words next week in next week's discussion. And I'm not sure yet what I'm going to talk about next week. But that's going to be on Monday. So, I have. 
tomorrow is Wednesday. So I have more or less five days before the Monday. And, but yeah, I, I'm thinking of talking about either something that I've already watched because there's still a number of K-dramas and Korean movies that I've seen that I still haven't talked about in the podcast. But there are also K-dramas that I'm currently watching and right now I'm actually watching Dream High. It's from 2011. It has, yeah, it has actors and actresses that you probably know because they're so popular right now already. I wouldn't keep talking because I guess this episode is already too long. But yeah, if you've listened up to this point, thank you very much. I know that you're probably busy, you know, with work, with school, just as I am. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. And I hope that this year is going to be a good year. It's going to be your year. And yeah, say bok mani padu padu. Oh, I should add the mani mani, not padu padu. Say bok mani 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 padu shiguyo. And uh, 네, 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 정말 감사드리고요. And uh, 네, 다음에 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. Bye bye. 다음에 꼭 봐요.